you're listening to the On Tilt Podcast. And welcome back to the On Tilt Podcast, where I am always tilted. And uh, if you haven't noticed that there has been a special event that happened not too long ago regarding uh, PlayStation 5. So they decided to do their Sony showcase, uh, which was on September 16th, if I'm right. And on that showcase, they decided to release some information regarding the the price of the PS5, the games that may have not had much light, but may get more gameplay footage. And I wanted to cover some of those games, some of the news announcements that came out regarding Sony and some of the games that are coming for Sony during launch date or 2021. And of course, my opinions on those games, of course, because ultimately, I mean, that's why you're kind of listening to it is to feel, you know, if there is some type of opinion that I may have that can maybe sway you on deciding to buy or not. So I'm going to start off with kind of like in the order that they went. Um, So at first, it seems that Final Fantasy 16 has been announced. It has has been announced as if it's in the works. There was not really much of a release date for the game. But what there was was a nice story building when it comes to uh, the atmosphere of what type of era is going to be in. It seems to be medieval times. Um, and on top of it, it is only exclusive per PS5 and PC. So for Sony people, this is great. I don't I don't know if it doesn't look like it may be an MMO type of thing. It actually just seems to be its own set story, single player story. Um but we we will get more details regarding that once it gets closer to the release date, which again they haven't really <laughs> they haven't really talked about. So it it may be a little while before it decides to release properly, and we'll uh we'll get more information on that and figure out some things. But I mean, as I see right now, looks pretty good to me. I'm, I'll likely buy it. Um, I'm not a big Final Fantasy fan. Not because it's not like good or bad or anything like that. It's just them games be long, and I do love my RPGs. But it, but I don't know. I I've, I've kind of been slacking on my RPGs ever since I beat Persona Five. So, you know, it's kind of tough. It's kind of tough finding that energy and that times time frame to sit back and relax and dump over a hundred hours into a game. But yeah, it still looks good though. Visually, looks sound. Not didn't really understand why they showed a emulation of the PS5 on a PC. So that was kind of interesting. But I guess it's because they want to intertwine saying that it is for PS5 and PC only. Um, we did get more gameplay footage of Spider-Man Miles Morales. So um, they decided that it would be a good idea to finally show some footage on this. And with that footage, they showed more combos. They showed uh, how visually sound it's going to be. So it looks really goddamn good. Like, it really looks good. Uh, The only issue that I might have with it is, again, if there's a new price tag going around, which it seems to be an increase from $60 to $70, the game is listed for $50, I believe, for PS5. And the i forgot it was like not a ceo but if somebody i think one of the creative developers behind there mentioned that it is not as long as the first spider-man game that came out so it's possible and it's i mean i don't know the length but they said it's somewhere around between uh seven and ten hours 
So it's going to be on a relatively short side. I'm not 100% mad if it's 50 but if it's $60 for a 10-hour game on a next-gen console, I'm going to feel kind of cheated. So, I mean, they could have made this more of a DLC rather than a standalone title. But if they throw in a lot of differences between the two games that I'm not used to seeing, then I would definitely advise that. This is definitely well. Regardless, this is going to be a must buy. It just it depends on how you weigh the 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 price tag of what content you're going to get, and you know if it's really worth how much it is. So for me, I'm going to buy it. Um, but I don't know if it might be a day one buy for me. I might want to wait till the deal happens. But it's also because I haven't beaten the first Spider Man, so I, I got time. Um, but also, it's good to know that. You know, they believe in equality for sure. So that's good that the villain who seems to be the Tinkerer or Tinker, I don't know what the hell she's called. Uh, I say the Tinkerer, so I think it's Tinkerer. So the Tinkerer um, is woman villain. Um, if you couldn't tell it's a woman villain, look at it and listen to her voice because it's definitely a woman. And so my man, Miles Morales, is about to put the paws on her. Yeah. Violence against women. It's like, no, don't do that. That's horrible. But it looks pretty good, though. I like seeing women villains just because, you know, let's be real here, you know, we can have people that aren't always men being masterminds behind something. And it's always great to give everybody a chance to, you know, show their stuff. So that looks pretty good. Again, just the length of the game is kind of questionable, but we'll uh, we'll get to that cross world when we cross it. Uh, they mentioned also, finally, uh, they revealed the trailer for Hogwarts Legacy, which is a long-rumored Harry Potter standalone RPG. You know, they, they, they finally decided to, you know, at least release a trailer. There's no gameplay. I mean, either, I don't know if it was gameplay. It looks as if it was like it was within captured within the system itself. But at the same time, you know, it could just been that they fancied it up and, you know, took a, you know, different perspective on there and shown maybe certain cut scenes or something. But who knows? Um, I'm not a Harry Potter enthusiast. When it comes to that, I don't really know much of the Harry Potter universe. I've seen a couple of movies here and there, but uh, for anybody who is a big Harry Potter fan, this is a big dub for you, um, especially if you're a Harry Potter fan and you love RPGs, because that's exactly what it is. It is a RPG Hogwarts video game, aka Wizard World 101 on the PS5, and even though I don't really know much about Harry Potter, I still would like to see more gameplay on it because it seems to be an open world type of Harry Potter game. I, I, I was actually shocked if I would be shocked if it's not like not MMO ish, but kind of MMO ish, like kind of that fake MMO type of game. But um, if not, that's fine, too. Uh, I just want to see what it looks like. And when we when we cross that road again, you know, I'll handle more of a, a standpoint on that if there was a way for me to do a, a review for but yeah it looks pretty good um just i like rpgs and you give me a, a wand and i can use stupefy that seems pretty cool i can i don't mind using stupefy a lot you know they also showed gameplay on call of duty black ops cold war and i am loving it uh the outrageousness of what's going on in that trailer and get well gameplay footage was awesome um i'm a big action person i do like action games a lot uh i do not mind story mode driven shooters but at the same time that looked really dope they slowed down some physics when it came to shooting people in the neck 
for some reason, they stole from uh, Sniper Elite the slowdown. That was kind of interesting. I don't know why they did that, but I, I they wanted to make sure they showed that they sailed. And also, I learned that an RC car is faster than a big-ass plane. So the more you know, uh, I will say that I would not be surprised if politics would use this again to try to hammer down video game violence. I mean, within the trailer, the main character, I'm not main character, but yeah, actually, you know, the main character at that time ran up on somebody, stabbed him in the neck, shot him in the face. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, I think the stab in the neck is enough. You don't have to put a desert eagle to their skull as well. But apparently he had to. So, um, but that's what you get with Call of Duty, all this outrageousness and and and, and random moments of un, un, unbelievability. That's not a word, but it is now. Unbelievability. And it looks pretty good, though. I will say it looks pretty good. Um, I'm a big fan of Call of Duty, especially Treyarch's Call of Duty, just because it, it holds a special place in my heart. Everyone has that Call of Duty that they were really good at. And I was really good at Black Ops. I had a lot of fun playing Black Ops with a lot of my friends. And that game alone really captivated, uh, I want to say, was it my junior year in high school? It really captivated my 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 experience with being the cool kid, I guess, because it was just it was just a fun time. Um, don't want to brag about it, but you know your boy had that two point KD. You know, it was a pretty cool guy. Also, you know, another highlight that we had was that when it was double XP weekend, we went undefeated the entire weekend. So if their servers were up, and if you look up Reverse Katana, you would see that I would have a win streak of 105 or 106 i don't really remember exactly how many it was but we won over 100 games in a row and the only time we lost finally is when we decided not to play like team deathmatch or something so it was a big win in my book and also they mentioned that they uh are allowing only exclusively for playstation 4 players that they have the ability now to download the alpha uh version of the game for ps4 and it's actually from, I believe, Friday to Sunday, Friday through Sunday. So basically the weekend, essentially you download it, play it for the weekend, enjoy yourself playing the alpha. They, you know, they got to work out their bugs they're probably having and it's going to be a good game. Um, but is it going to be groundbreaking on the next gen? Eh, who knows? But when it comes to just a game to play. For the new next gen, when you know people feel kind of worried that there's not a lot of launch titles and stuff, this would be a definitely a good buy for anybody who is into shooters. Or if you don't like shoot, not shooters, but if you're into multiplayer experiences that are shooters, then yeah. If you really aren't into shooters, but you still need a game to find, I would still lean towards it because at the bare minimum, you get zombies. Because they already said that they're doing zombies, they're working on that, and they'll have more details with that coming. Also. Another game that's a must-buy for me, Resident Evil Village, or Resident Evil Village 8. I don't I don't really remember how it goes, but I know they got the little dots in there, and they make it all cinematic and stuff. They finally showed a second trailer regarding it. Um, so for this, it's a must-buy just because not only is the games have been better than has it been in a while... Outside of obviously the remakes, but I mean, you know, I'm just talking about like Resident Evil, like six and five, stuff like that. So the game is definitely going down a horror aspect that is different from the zombies. It seems it's starting to look way more supernatural. And 
if they're going down a supernatural route, I believe that it's they said the in the first trailer, I think I seen women that were vampires drinking blood. Uh, instead of the uh, El Gigante, they decided to I guess make a smaller version of it that looks like a werewolf. Um, and also, if you watch the full trailer to the end, you notice that there was a guy who was smoking something, like smoking a cigarette, and he says, as long as you're window shopping. And I got happy because that just tells me that the merchant is coming back. That was confirmation that the merchant's there. Don't at me. I know. I talk to you know Capcom every day of the week and confirmed merchant's back is going down. And I look forward to knowing that I get free upgrade, not free upgrades, but I can, you know, do the same things that I did in Resident Evil 4. He just looks different. That's the only thing. Like, from what we saw, he kind of got a double chin, a little bit going on there, and he likes to drool. He was really sweaty. It looked nasty. But, you know, it's good to know that the merchant is making a reoccurrence, a, re- a reappearance here. And, I mean, it may be potential for other people that we may know. Or, actually, if they did from Resident Evil 2, no, Resident Evil 3 remake, they show the pale faces or pale heads. I think it's called pale heads. I think the pale heads, um, they were like the earlier forms of the regenerators in a way because the regeneration was really good. So it may be potentially we will see regenerators coming back in Resident Evil Village. So that will be really scary to play against. But I'm looking forward to it. Um, it really looks like it's going to go more of a action-based survival horror and first-person perspective instead of just always running away. So that's always a good situation to be in. Uh, Deathloop um, seems to be exclusive for PS5. It looks zany. That's honestly all I got from it. Um, I'm not too familiar with the series itself. My opinion on it is you like zany shooters that kind of remind me of... um, What's that game uh, where you have to kill people a lot? Uh, I can't remember what it was. Um, hmm, I know it's Bethesda game. But it was, you were like, more Dishonored, there you go, Dishonored, Dishonored, it reminds me of like a Dishonored type of game, uh, you got all these really cool ways of, you know, killing people and stuff, but it looks like more of an Xany 70 spy type of atmosphere, and so, it looks good, um, it is a PS5 exclusive, I may not get it, but if you're into that type of stuff, then that might be up your alley, and you, you know, you should check it out. Uh, Devil May Cry 5, I'm pretty sure it's another complete edition of the other Devil May Cry 5 for PS4. It's still metal, because it was playing a bunch of metal music, and it looks fun. I haven't played Devil May Cry since Devil May Cry 4, but I do want to play it because it looks really fun, but I also don't want to pay $70 for it since it's basically just being upgraded to meet the graphic compatibility of a PS5. But it still looks good, though. Ultimately, you should still get it if you're into... If you're looking for games to play, I would take it. Oddworld Soulstorm. I played this when I was younger on the PC. Not that exact game, but Oddworld in general. Um, just looks like it's a side scroller where there's just blood involved. Just don't you, you'll get killed and you'll just try it again. It's gonna be fun. You don't necessarily gotta buy it. I think this more. I think this is more of a. Uh, you had to be an original fan of it to really enjoy and really get the full experience out of that series. Um, so I would say that if you're into side scrollers that have a little bit more gore, yeah, you should get it. If you don't, then you're not really hurting yourself. You're not really missing out. 
nothing against the developers when I say that or anything, but not very really a lot of people are kicking down doors day one saying, let me get Oddworld Soulstorm, you know? So it looks pretty cool. I'm, I might get it, but again, I got to see what the prices are. I'm a little bit of a cheapskate. And and now we're getting the return of, Fri- uh, I'll say, was it FNAF? Is it? Five Nights at Freddy's. There you go. I can't remember stuff. <laughs> so Five Nights at Freddy Security Breach. It seems to be coming back into the form of on the console. So I'm not too sure of all the details behind it. My question that I really want to raise is if it's in first person perspective, similar to Resident Evil, you know, eight and seven. Is it going to be a first person perspective where we can actually move around within the 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 the, the environment of a Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, building? It seems to be more into the future. There's no way that's in 1980s or anything like that. So definitely looks like it's a futuristic spin on it. And they ended it off with a jump scare. So well, it wasn't really scary, but it was a nice jump scare to just throw in there so they know what it is, even though they already laid out what it was with all the statues and pictures and, you know, neon lights. So it looks pretty cool, though. Uh, I kind of fell off the, the story of Five Nights at Freddy's. So, you know, I want to see what's going on with this. But if it's in first person perspective, that'd be awesome. If not, I'm not, you know, upset about it. I mean, you're they originally were never I mean they're first person, but you would stay in the, you know, the 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 security room and you're sitting over there, you know, checking things and turning off lights and all that fun stuff. So if they don't go that perspective, they don't go that way, I'm not mad at you, you know, stick to what it is. But I think if they're bringing it to console, that means that to me they're they're thinking of something different. And I think that difference is to make a first person perspective spin on it. So we we just got to wait for more details to come out for us to understand what's going on. And then they showed Demon Souls trailer, well gameplay trailer. And in the Demon Souls trailer, a gameplay trailer, it looks absolutely stunning. It looks really good. I mean, really good. I I was amazed that I, I thought honestly thought I was playing on PC or watching a PC uh, emulation again of it because there's no way that it looked as good as it should have. Uh, they were definitely trying to bait people into thinking that the game was sweet because dude was going around one shot in almost every enemy or nearly every enemy. And it was hilarious because I know for a fact that's exactly what it's not like because you you get hit like two times this game over, which it ultimately did happen when he walked into the boss fight. And then they show the rest of what the game was going to look like. And then that's when you started noticing the different timings that all the bosses have, some of the moves that they may have that could catch you off guard. You know, um, it just looks really good. I would say, I think this is a launch title. Um, don't quote me on that, but I, I feel as if it's going to be a launch title. And if so, this is a must buy. You got to buy it. There's no, there's no questions about that. Like that, if you like RPGs, and if you're a big Demon Souls or Dark Souls fan, in general, if you're a Dark Souls fan, you probably already played this. But if you always wanted to get into Dark Souls but was kind of, eh, this is the game. Um, and I, w- I would say I am I'm 100% looking forward to to playing that game and feeling the pain and anger of getting killed continuously <laughs> and, and, and cussing out the computer for cheating and then doing it all over again. Also, I'm pretty sure there's co-op in there because there's always some type of form of co-op. So it could be a good little cooperative game. 
where, you know, you have both you and your friend trying hard to win. So I would say, yeah, that definitely go get that. They also announced that Fortnite is going to be available at launch and blah, blah, blah. I don't care. I don't I don't care about Fortnite. I, I don't care at all. That's not my game. I'm never going to cover it like that outside of many legal issues that they're currently having for, you know, Apple and, and Epic going at it regarding trying to cut people out of the money. So other than that, though, yeah, uh, Fortnite's coming there. So anybody who's a big fan of Fortnite, good for you. you. You got another game to play when it comes over. But now we got to the bread and butter of what's going on. So. The PlayStation Plus benefits. Um, I'm a little bit confused, but based off of what I'm, what I saw and what I seen in a screenshot, um, if you're aware that Xbox has an Xbox Game Pass, and on the Xbox Game Pass they have hundreds of titles that are able to be played for a minimum subscription, I believe, a month. I think it's $14.99, but it could be different. Um, I'm not really into, I'm not really on the Xbox, um, the Xboxes, I guess, fan base as much, but I think it's $14.99 because, you know, I believe you can do Game Pass for Xbox as well as PC. So I think Sony wanted to kind of step into the realm a bit, but not really. Um, so it seems that the PlayStation Plus provides these following games. I don't know if it's launch title, if it's launch release, but apparently these are the games that are going to be available from the PS4 that can be played on the PS5 due to PlayStation Plus being active on said account. And these games are God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted 4, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone. Until Dawn, for some reason. Detroit Become Human, for some reason. Battlefield 1, which, okay, but, I mean, if Call of Duty's right around the corner. Infamous Second Son, I mean, really? That's, that's, I mean, that game was basically a PS4, um, like, launch title last, like, last gen. Well, current gen. Um, Batman Arkham Knight, okay. The Last Guardian, okay. The Last of Us Remastered, I'ma go back and play it. That seems pretty cool to know that uh, I can get it back and beat the game again with more stacked stats. Persona 5, I'm excited for on that one, even though I already beat it twice. And Resident Evil 7. Yeah, they didn't really say much of the launch date, if it's going to be available launch or if it's going to be available maybe a week or two, a month or so later. Or if these are only all the games that we get, um, I'm pretty sure they're going to expand it a little bit. I think they wanted the PS Plus to be the backwards compatibility. Because if you really look at it from what I was told, the PS5 is just a PS4 with better specs. So we should be able to play PS4 games on the PS5. Also, with if you got the if you got physical copies, then you might want to get the disc version of it. Because then you can definitely throw in a PS4 disc and be able to play on paper, quote unquote. But if not, then I guess PlayStation Plus will be the the go forward plan for you to play some of those old games that you had. But also, it doesn't even say that you have to own those games prior. It could actually be just free copies of so said games. So, again, they haven't really released much detail on it, but there's going to be more details coming in the next few weeks or so 
regarding this, and we'll we'll figure that out uh, when the time comes. So then, speaking of which, of the consoles, they actually went on to say officially that the November 12th of this year will be when PlayStation 5's releases. And the digital copy, which is a copy that I'm planning on getting, is $400, and the PlayStation 5 with the disc hard drive, a hard disk in there, or a hard drive, yeah, with that in there, it's uh, $500. Now, it's a little bit on a, a pricier side comparing to Xbox's, you know, slim version and, you know, the Series X version, whichever ones they want to name it now. So, if it was me, if I would have known prices prior, I think I would have lowered the, I would have lowered the price for the digital copies by 50 bucks and threw that additional 50 price tag and add it to the disc version so that at bare minimum you're competing exactly with xbox and microsoft uh i thought it was going to be exactly the same price regardless and then they just lower 50 dollars less than what xbox is charging theirs and then do that process but they obviously feel confident that they're you know going to be able to make sales and and and, and immediately sell out or whatever process they want to go with I, I just would have been, that would have been pretty cool for me so that I won't have to pay as much. But that's just me being nitpicky and trying to, you know, enjoy life. Um, and they ended off with the, not really a trailer, but a teaser. The The teaser, it being God of War Ragnarok is dropping in 2021. So I have to now beat God of War. <laughs> so that I can enjoy God of War Ragnarok somewhere in 2021. No release dates, no nothing except for it's coming out sometime that year. Um, I would probably, if I was a guesser or betting man, it's not going to release like January 1st or anything like that of 2021, but it's definitely, I would say look for that quarter three, quarter four mark, somewhere between, you know, July, June, July, August, or it's going to be September, October, November. I don't believe it's going to be December. I, I refuse to believe it'll be December, but it's been in the works for a while. Um, they just finally teased it. So we're going to see what they're going to do with it. And that's going to be, I know that's definitely a driver for people getting the sales. So they they did well. Uh, overall for the showcase, mm, it was good. It was good. Uh, co- Is it the best showcase in the world? No. I think I was watching something regarding with uh, Angry Joe stating that it felt like as if this was already pre-planned, not really a response to Microsoft's version of their um, showcase. So, I mean, I, I, I liked it overall. I liked that they gave more gameplay footage. I liked that they, you know, show different titles or a little bit more titles. Um, but it wasn't like groundbreaking, like brand new games across the board. So if it's, if you're still showing me certain like cinematic scenes or trailers of already previous shown games, that's cool, but I want more. I'm greedy. I mean, honestly, what this was, was just, Hey, we got the price. Here's the price of it. You've been waiting for it all this time. So this was their way of showing it, but they also, and this is the best part. They also threw in the loop that, Hey, pre-orders are going to be September 17th. That's what they were really, you know, really was on the hook for. They wanted people to watch it so that they know, hey, guys, next day you're going to go and you're going to pre-order these games. I mean, pre-order this and you're going to love it. And I'm over here like, yes, I am amped. I'm ready to go. And then I came across a tweet 
that said, <laughs> I think it was Jeff. Um, he said, yes, retailers are accepting pre-orders tomorrow, but some retailers are doing it today. So immediately I got horny. I was like, oh my God, I am so horny for this right now. If you're telling me I can get this shit today and I don't have to worry about tomorrow or any type of fear that I'm not going to be able to get the console, I am 100% on board. So I'm playing video games and story time. I'm playing video games, you know, watching anime a little bit, just chilling, just enjoying my night. And I see a tweet from, I believe it was Texas Boy, and he tweeted that he was able to pre-order his PS5. So then that got me thinking, wait a minute, let me reach out and see if I can check my GameStop and see, you know, and he's, I'm pretty sure he's not in Pennsylvania or anything like that, but if if he got it from a GameStop or a Best Buy or something like that, you know, what do I have to lose? So I, I gave a call to my GameStop and that's when I was informed that they were in fact taking pre-orders for PS5 early and uh, my GameStop closes closed within like an hour. So I had like an hour to get to that GameStop and make sure that I get my pre-order. So I ran outside of me running, not running, but I got in my car and luckily for me, my GameStop is less than two minutes away. So I'm going to GameStop immediately hanging up on the phone with the guy because once the dude told me it was there, I was like, bet, thank you very much. I'll be there soon. Click. I'm telling my friends, I'm telling my man Trey, I'm telling Chavez, I'm telling my man, man Kev, you know, tell my, my, tell my, tell my lady, you know, so I'm I'm dipping out this information like yo if you yo go now go now because we already know that PS5 and any type of new console release there's going to be scalpers and scalpers are going to go around they're going to buy up all the PS5s and then they're going to wait till holiday season to start releasing PS5 you know confirmations and stuff and they'll buy the PS5 but you're going to pay like almost double the price from what I'm definitely seeing on eBay people are paying double the price I, I even seen a, a a clip or a picture of somebody selling a PS5 paper version. And by that, it really is just the box that the PS5 came in and a receipt that said you bought it. <laughs> but they made sure they say read the description so that they can get themselves covered. But they're definitely they definitely did it on purpose to try to catch some people slacking out there. And so luckily for me, I was able to tell people and get people out there, um, making them aware of what's going on. And it comes down to this. Uh, will there be more PS5s? Yeah, of course there's going to be. They're never going to not stop making them. But the issue at hand was that people underestimate how horny they are or how horny others are, a.k.a. me. So I was able to get my PS5 pre-ordered, the digital copy. And I'm very grateful that I was able to do that. But, you know, I also was at the right place, right time. If you were a person that was going in a shift or you're working or anything like that, you were not able to get that pre-order. And if you didn't get that pre-order yesterday and you had to take the chance today, I'm already hearing that it's sold out. Now, does it mean it's sold out all the way through? No, I think they just sold out of the inventory that they wanted to allow. So my theory is that there's going to be more PS5s that they're going to have that they have on the side for Black Friday shoppers. So they want people to come in, doorbusters, hey, we got the PS5, come get it. It's going to be yours. So if you didn't make the PS5 cut um, for going physically into the stores, then your best bet is probably going to be Black Friday. Maybe if we're fortunate enough, maybe they might release a little bit more, maybe like two weeks from now when they try to get more inventory count. But I didn't want to take the chance. I don't I don't trust that in a pandemic that there's going to be a, 
a, a, a major amount of PS5s just lying around, especially since we've seen this happen multiple times with Nintendo products. So I, I just didn't want to get caught slacking. So I, I did what's best for me, but I made sure I tell people about it. And, you know, I'll, I was happy that I got mine. I can see why people are upset. Just know that you are rightfully so upset. Sony should have provided more time for you to get those systems pre-ordered. And they didn't. They they did a bit. But then once one retailer was able to kind of, once they even gave the wiggle room that a retailer could release it slightly early, it was curtains. Everybody wants people to come in. They're not going to say no. They're not going to sit there and watch other people get all this business when they can get business by saying, yeah, we're taking pre-orders too now. So it was bound to happen. And if you're looking to buy them online, if you're looking to go to bestbuy.com or amazon.com, which also sold, sold out, by the way, you're it's going to be hard because there are scripts that are ran, there's executables that are there where they will they will kick people off servers and buy up all the PS5s because that's how their script is ran. Um, and because of that, that's that's one of the reasons why you're seeing a lot of this server cannot be found or you try to check out and now the item is gone. Just know people are cheating. That's why I I, I go in person if it's possible to pre-order because people cheat. I would definitely say that there are pieces of crap for that and that, you know, you got to you got you got to find another way. This Amazon and, and Best Buy, GameStop, everybody that does anything online purchase wise needs to find a different way to to make sure that their service can handle the capacity of people who are looking to buy consoles and games and make sure that nobody can get scummy and limited to one per person. So, you know, it's just it's just unfortunate. But also at the same time, what I've been noticing is people have been really upset about not being able to get it. And and again, I feel for you, but you don't got to sit there and do a whole bunch of, you know, internal discovery as if you know you're you're superior now because you decided oh i didn't want to buy it anyway because it got bugs or you know i didn't want to do this because no you're not better than nobody because you decided to not get it you just missed the window be honest with yourself you missed the window and you're upset about it which is rightfully so but don't try to downplay it like you're some you know amazing person where you're like i'm above the influence i i wait until the bundles come no you don't no, you don't. You wanted to do it, but you couldn't. Just own up to the mistake, man. Just own up. But yeah, honestly, that's it for right now. Um, I just wanted to cover more to showcase some some feelings towards some games that are coming out. You know, the 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 debauchery that happened once Sony and the retailers all started allowing pre-orders a day before. And, you know, kind of at my two cents on this. So that is it for now. I will see you guys another time, and we will see. We will see what happens next. All right? <laughs> Y'all have a nice night.